subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, you guys. I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Ty's got good hair. To the McClarty Daniel Hotline, where Richard Davenport is. Richard, I want to start with one of the things that you kind of talked about recently. Me and you, you spoke on this on Tuesday that Quincy McAdoo right now is attending meetings. He's determined to get back. Now, there doesn't seem to be a timeline on that, but that's at least encouraging to hear about the former Clarendon player, now Razorback, that is doing everything he can to, to get back on that field. Yeah, I don't think it should be too surprising. I mean, uh, uh, just because I, I just tend to think that at some point he was going to get back to campus and and, uh, and 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 you know start uh, you know trying to get back to some normalcy uh, football wise and you know as a, as a as a student. But uh, I I, I, th- I think obviously you know him being involved I think is a plus and then and and he's. And I think it helps him too mentally to to be be with the guys. So I yeah. I think uh, all that right there is a is a plus. You know whether or not he he sees the field in the in the future or not, we'll, we'll find out. But uh, uh, I think it, it it obviously it helps him, and uh, I'm sure it helps the guys being around him, and and, and he can kind of you know, sometimes forget about uh, you know what, what happened and 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 just be a normal guy, yeah. uh, a member of the team. Yeah, just get back to to your routine. In your conversations, did you, how's he, how's he doing? I mean, as far as health, and we we've all known someone that's been through something of this or a similar nature, and it's it's normal to lose weight and kind of lose that strength. You're not going through your routine. What where's he at with that? Because I can't imagine he's been lifting a lot of weights and you know kind of keeping in the same shape he was prior to the accident. Yeah, as far as that, I, I don't know. I, I think you. I mean, I think you kind of hit it right, right there, uh, Tommy. I mean, uh, it's. I would imagine he's pretty limited, but at the same time, I don't know for sure. Yeah, didn't really, uh, didn't really uh, uh, touch on that. Yeah, one thing I, we were just kind of discussing, and I just just spitballing. I don't know anything, but you know, you can still play in four games and re- and use that red shirt. So. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if we look up at the end of the year and he's not ready to go the first half or so of the season. He plays in maybe the last four games or whatever coming off that bye because there's four games after the bye and use that red shirt this year while still contributing in the back half of the year. That that wouldn't be a uh, a shocking plan for the for them to put together. No, I mean that that obviously gives you that option. So uh, that's that's something that uh, you know when they they gave that 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 first came out. I don't think anybody really understood all the uh, the pluses uh, for for kids uh, with with the four game uh, uh, you know redshirt rule. So uh, I think it's uh, that's obviously something that uh, could be a be a possibility. Richard Davenport with us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Richard, we're 51 days out 
from Razorback football. I know people are, again, anticipating the games, but they're also anticipating a couple commits and recruits as well. Uh, Braylon Russell is the big in-state name that people are excited to hear about his decision. What is the, uh, what's the latest on him out of Benton? Uh, well, he's going to, he's going to announce, uh, uh, he's going to have a ceremony about six thirty on, on Friday announced about the six forty five, And, uh, I, I, you know, he narrowed the list of, uh, five to Arkansas, South Carolina and Tennessee. I think it's Arkansas and Tennessee. I, I usually when a kid, uh, has these type of ceremonies with all the media and everything like that, it usually, uh, means, means good news for the, the hometown, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe, maybe it doesn't, uh, I, I tend to lean towards, uh, towards Arkansas. Uh, but, uh, I, I guess we'll see. Uh, and then, uh, then Selman bridges shortly after that, uh, the four star cornerback uh, from Texas, uh, will, will announce his decision, uh, right, right around seven o'clock. So it could be boom, boom, you know, two, two, uh, to uh, commitments uh, for the Razorbacks, but at the same time, we don't know until it happens. And he might be uh, the highest-rated kid in this upcoming class. I'm just speaking to Bridges if they were to bring him in. Yeah, yeah, I feel good about Bridges. Uh, when, when he made his official visit, was hearing things, and then after his official visit, heard he heard even better things. So I, I think Arkansas is in good position there. Obviously, you don't know until they announce, but uh, I I, th- I think he really, really connected with uh, Coach uh, Woodson and, and Coach Wilson, uh, and and just felt felt very, I, I guess, at home at Arkansas during his official visit. So, uh, I mean, I, I will say this: uh, I was able to see him after uh, after his official visit. He, he'll be the tallest cornerback uh, uh, Arkansas has ever had if he chooses to be a Razorback. He's a legit six three six four. High school dead period over. I know kids are. I don't know. They're you know most places are not having practice yet. Uh, school starts in about a month, depending on where you're at in our state. But I know kind of business getting back to usual, and that's maybe one of the reasons you're having some of these signings right now before a lot of these high school camps fully get underway soon. Yeah, July is always a very very busy, uh, probably one of the busiest months for commitments uh, for kids, uh, just because. The vast majority of them want to get it done before the start of their season. Uh, there'll be a few probably come in uh, August too, but uh, mostly in July because uh, that's that's the dead period. And also, you've had opportunities from April to uh, to the end of uh, June to to make official visits. So uh, this is a, always a traditionally uh, busy time for uh, for for college decisions. And I don't know how much you know about uh, today's seven on seven. I, I heard there's a big one going on at, at Shiloh Christian. Uh, and there's a lot of seven on seven stuff going to happen before uh, these camps get underway. And that next couple of weeks, we'll be busy with those. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That's uh, the coaches love them, and players do too. But uh, the coaches absolutely love that, especially for the timing for the for the quarterbacks and the uh, and the receivers, and then obviously the uh, the DBs and. Uh, getting work too, so uh, it's it's and, and man, uh, with, with, with the weather the way it is, it, it's a it gets a gets a good opportunity for those guys to stay in shape. Richard Davenport with us here again on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Artie, uh, kind of a broad question with this football team and this football program. Sam Pittman 
has compiled a, a pretty solid class to this point for 2024. They're farther ahead from a commitment standpoint than some other blue bloods in this league. When you look at what you have to compete in year out, what should fans expect from a ranking standpoint from Arkansas football, not just within the league, but also overall nationally? You know, I, I think, uh, you know, I think nationally and usually uh, that kind of dictates where you are in the league a little bit. Uh, nationally, you, you, I think uh, legitimately uh, hope for a top twenty class, and then uh, and, and and hope to you know get into that top fifteen too. Uh, I think that's doable, and maybe it may even be doable with this class. I don't know. Just uh, you, you don't know how it's going to finish out. You don't know how many guys that they're going to finish. Uh, you know, in the, with the class, uh, that that also determines uh, your, your ranking because of the numbers and the the more guys you have committed to you, the, the you know the total number that you have uh, for far as uh, your class, and that usually helps you you know with your ranking. So, uh, but right now they got six uh, four stars, uh, and uh, Friday obviously they could add two more mm-hmm. uh, and. That that would uh, that would be one of the better classes Arkansas's had in, in, in quite some time. We'll have to do a, have to do a little bit more of a studying on that, but uh, I think it definitely has a chance to be one of the better classes. And then if if, if somehow that they have a really good season, nine ten win season, I, I think that's I think we we've always talked about that. In order for Arkansas to break into that top fifteen and, and, and try to go top fifteen or even better. Arkansas's got to Arkansas's got to win at a high level a couple yeah. of years and try to get some momentum going, and and, and then uh, because kids want to go where you could have a chance to to win a championship or something like that, and and uh, I, that right there that 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 will do more for recruiting than anything else, and I think that show you know Coach Pittman and the staff have shown that they can recruit at a pretty good high level. It's just they got it they get just got to get a little bit of help. Uh, with the win column, and, and if they do that, uh, I think things can take off and and uh, and contend for a top fifteen class on a, on, a, on a fairly regular basis. You're the you're the expert on this, so I want to make this statement. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. I don't think Arkansas can ever get a top ten kit class directly out of high school. But I think when they, because you got 24 seven sports on three rivals, they also add in the transfer rankings. The only way to me that Arkansas football ever gets a top 10 class is when you parlay the transfers and the high school kids. Am I right on that? Is that the only way you could see Arkansas getting a top 10 class in football? As of now, yeah. I, the only only way they could do that uh, legitimately just with high school kids is, is do, a, do another Clemson. Clemson, until Dabo got there, was a very good pro, uh, was a good program. Uh, and I've made the comparison between Arkansas and Clemson through the years. Uh, I think Arkansas and Clemson are, are fairly comparable as far as you know what they have to deal with. Most, most of their kids come from out of state, and uh, Clemson was a good program, but not an elite program until Dabo got there. And that, that's why I say if, if Arkansas can, you know, string a couple of seasons where they win. Uh, uh, you know, ten games or better, and get some momentum going, and and then get you got it. What you have to do is you have to get that 
that quarterback, that game-changing uh, type uh, quarterback, uh, as far as uh, game, program-changing quarterback, like Clemson has done a couple of times when uh, Dabo first started uh, with Deshaun Watson and, and some of the others. Uh, that's that's how you get that's how you get those uh, top ten classes is to be able to get a. Uh, you know, an elite quarterback, and then uh, then then that attracts other guys, you know, for skill guys, and then that also attracts uh, guys on the defensive side because they they feel like that you know hey you're going in the right direction. You got a guy that has a chance to to uh, you know take that program to the elite level, and then that's that's the only way that I could see them possibly get it, get to uh, to a top ten class on a you know decent decently. Uh, uh, fairly regular basis. Richard Davenport with us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Take us inside Dave Van Horn's office right now. Following the draft, uh, a lot of the players he had put together in that number one class are uh, most likely to, to go ahead and sign pro contracts. W- what's he working on? What's he doing right now to get his roster put together uh, over the next few weeks before school begins in mid-August? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure he's in communication with some of those guys seeing what, what they're thinking. I mean, maybe there'll be a surprise and one of the guys that you anticipated them signing, they can't come to an agreement uh, with, with a contract and they go ahead and come get on campus. But uh, I would tend to think that the, the portal's uh, obviously the focus right now. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I didn't pay attention until... I paid attention to the first first day of the draft, but I didn't really pay much attention afterwards. I did a little bit, but uh, haven't really looked at it intently. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know uh, how many guys are going to sign. I, I figure about five, maybe six. And, and, uh, and if that's the case, obviously uh, that you take a little bit of a dent uh, in your class. But with thirteen guys in the top one hundred. Hey, if, that, if 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 five of them sign, you still got eight, and that's still an elite uh, signing class. So uh, uh, the twenty three class is pretty pretty historical, uh, you know, class not only just for Arkansas because it was the first time for Arkansas to be rated number one class uh, in recruiting, but also nationally. It, uh, it, it it's uh, you know at least a perfect game. Thirteen, they had thirteen guys in the top one hundred. And I think Florida in 2011 had 11. And before that, uh, nobody else has came close to uh, what Arkansas has done. Well, they sign, you lose them that way. At least they're not going to Vanderbilt or Tennessee or LSU or somewhere to come back and beat your brains in somewhere down the road. So I guess if they're solace, they're solace and you lost them to the pros. So Or champ. Yeah, and that's – and I, I, I'd hate to be, I'd hate to be a college baseball coach. I mean, oh those gosh. guys, what they face uh, – you know, versus what all the other coaches face, it, there's no comparison. Yeah, so seems like all your hard work goes for for not at some times, but that's just uh, that's the system. That's what you got to do. Richard, uh, appreciate the insight this morning, and we'll catch up with you next week. All right, guys. See you later. All right, before we get into name that hog, where Christian asks us more Razorback trivia questions, I'll ask you one of my own. Who is the highest rated Razorback? commit and signee ever 
out of the state of Arkansas. Christian, Tommy, you both got a chance to answer. Who is the highest rated well, signee outside the state of Arkansas? Yeah, the, the, the name that comes to mind is Mitch Mustang, but I'm going to guess you're telling me that's too obvious and it's not right. So. Outside Arkansas, Tommy. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to your question. Outside of Arkansas, man. Outside of Arkansas. And it's not Ryan Mallett. Are we talking only football? Football-wise, yes. Okay. <sighs> Batman Carroll. That is correct. Wow. He got it. Impressive. He got it. So He's one of the handful of five stars we've signed out of state. That's why I went with him. It's Alex not, Collins is a good Ahmad Carroll. Uh, he's four-star, but that is a, that is a good get. There, there is not very many on. five stars out of state we've ever signed. He's, he's one of just a handful. No, there's not. So that leads us right into Name That Hog. Now he does a tightrope act. Boy, Houdini's in the house. We're number three. Swung on, skied in the left. That ball's hit pretty well. It is gone. Three-pointer on the way. No good. Close with the dunk at the buzzer. How well do you know former Arkansas players? It's time to name that hog with Christian Johnston. All right, let's get into it. We're going to start with baseball this time. We didn't get through many of those last time. As a junior in high school, he was 11-0 with a .49 ERA. He's about the same age as me and Ty. And he finished the 2018 season with a 14-0 record. Boy night. Yes. All right, moving on. He was born in Tulsa. First game in the MLB. Dallas Keuchel. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> All right. He went to he went to high school with my brother-in-law, Tommy. All right. He went to uh, Keichel, dude. Yeah, Bishop Bishop Kelly. Bishop Kelly. Yeah, also Bishop, Bishop Kelly. Kelly. That's it. He was born in Wisconsin, drafted in the 17th round of the 1998 MLB draft. Ooh. 1998. Now and you're I, going back to before anyone paid attention <laughs> on the scale, at least this, we do today this in one baseball. Might give it away. His nickname is Big Ski. Cliff Lee. No. He's up. Uh, I'm sure that timing would be right. But it, I don't know. Wisconsin, that, that would certainly have been a, a, a norm thing there. Um, yeah, you might have to get this one, I don't one, know. Tommy. I'm going to have to have some help on that Eric one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is, Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you sound you know, Most of the state didn't really pay attention until uh, Brady Toops went yards. So. Well, the, these two might. Yeah, these are more recent, I think. Born in Santa Barbara, California, he played three seasons at Arkansas and batted 284 for his career. He is still active in the MLB. Dominique Fletcher? No. He's a Cali boy. Santa Barbara, still active in the MLB, hit 284. Is he a lefty or righty? He's a righty. He's a Cali kid, Tommy, that came here. I'm trying to think. Ficacello, but he's not yeah, playing anymore. That would have been my Cali next kid guess. Cali kid, and you said righty? Yes. Who's a Cali kid that came to Arkansas that's hitting righty that's in the MLB right now? Is he in the minors or majors? Majors. His, <laughs> nick, his nickname would definitely give it away, I think. All right, get fired the nickname. McCannon. Huh? What, what, I couldn't hear Mick you. McCannon. James McCann? Yes. <laughs> He's a Cali kid? Yep. Right. Well, Clay, Clay's, Clay's going to be mad at us. We didn't know that. We, that's his buddy. <laughs> uh, all right. At the age of 32, he hit his only two career home runs. He pitched his last game in the MLB on July 31st oh, of 2014. Who? Oh, 2014. I was going to say a guy just retired. He was born in Benton. 
Is it Cliff Lee you just talked yes. about? Yes. Yeah. There we go. All right. We're going to do f- basketball this time, get a couple of those. How long has Cliff Lee been retired? <sighs> you say just retired. I mean, it's been a he, couple of years. Yeah, he now. pitched his last game in... On tw- in 2014. Okay. Well, it's been more than a few years. It's been nearly 10. So, all right. This time one, gets away. This one's going to either be really obvious or it's going to be hard. He, <laughs> he played one season at Arkansas. Again, this is basketball. He is 40 years old. And you said he, this is basketball? Yes. Okay. All right. And he wore number five. Wore number five, played one season at Arkansas, and he wore number five. And he's 40. I know Antoine Bell wore number five. I didn't want to give too many hints on this one because it would it would give it away. This one, he's 40 years old. How many 40-year-olds ever played? Well, he's saying he's 40 now. Yeah, he's 40 now. Oh. Sorry. I need to be more I need to be more specific. I, maybe I'm not listening. Maybe maybe I'm not listening early enough or early in the morning. Number five, one year, he's 40. What does that sit him? High school minus 18. Pretty obscure. 22 uh, years. All right. I'll, I'll you, what, what, what of note did he do? Are y'all ready for the grand reveal? Yeah. Matt Jones. Well, <laughs> I couldn't give too many hints. Uh, yeah. Because he sits it, in the same chair yeah. ties in now. <laughs> every weekday at 11. From 11 to 2. <laughs> Matt Travis. No. no. That's not the answer. Oh, I either. missed that one. Phil Elson. Nope. Nope. Matt Jones. Call or text the McClarty Daniel hotline at 877-377-6963. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. When you're looking for a new car, you want to shop for a vehicle you love with an organization you trust. You've probably heard that McCarty Daniel means making deals, but what I'm inspired by the most is that McCarty Daniel means making a difference in our community. When you buy a vehicle with McCarty Daniel, you reinvest right here in the community, in our schools, in our little leagues, in our food banks, and our people. So you're not just making a purchase, you're making a difference too. Come see us at any of our six locations in Northwest Arkansas. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. Your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Good morning, Tom. Uh, we'll start with the question we just posed. You got a bunch of father son father daughter combinations in sports. Is there anyone that you really enjoyed watching and still watch to this day? What's one that stands out to you? Uh. Morning, everybody. I I like the uh, I, I think on the program notes you sent me. I saw a lot of the possibilities, and there was a lot of good ones out there. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, Pressmerovich. I I didn't know his first name was Frank, and, and I'm not sure if that's who they were referencing. But yeah, Press. There was an interesting documentary on Pete Merovich that came out a couple three years ago. Uh, I think I watched a big chunk of that. But um, yeah, uh, father sons. And his name was Frank, Frank, by the way. I'm, I'm just looking at his bio. Oh. At least if Wikipedia is right, it was, uh, it was, it was Peter. So P E T A R, Peter Press Merovich. But everybody, 
everybody called him Press. You know, I yeah. can't. I don't know. I guess just a nickname. But anyway, um, now I've forgotten some of the ones you put in the program notes. But as I was reading through them, I was like, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. So, here's a, here's one from uh, I was just thinking about college football, the Bowdens and coaching. I know it wasn't from a playing standpoint, but yeah. Bowdens had a, a great legacy uh, with father and son uh, from a coaching standpoint. Well, yeah, I mean, and in my view, if, if that's the topic, uh, father and sons in sports, then yeah, it could be anything. It could be coaches. It could be both of them played. I mean, you think of Kyle Ripken, senior and junior. Um, you know, senior was a. Uh, he wasn't a great, successful manager, but by gosh, he had two sons who played the game. Mm. So, um, uh, yeah, there's there's a ton of them out there. Yeah, Tom Murphy with us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. We are uh, all set to go next week. Uh, we'll be at uh, SEC Media Days. Hopefully, uh, everything's going to go good. I know they're having a lot of construction in the downtown area. It's going to be a kind of a circus down there uh, next week at the Grand Hyatt. Uh, we were talking uh, yesterday, and I think with you a little bit about Greg Sankey and uh, some of the things he may address and, and further expansion and kind of what the future of this league is going to be. That that still seems to be, I think, uh, everyone's, I think, overarching question. What does this lo- league look like from a membership standpoint in, say, 36 months? Absolutely, and um – you know, adding Oklahoma and Texas gives a certain layer of prestige and t- teams that are certainly capable of winning national championships um, in, you know, multiple sports. Um, Oklahoma softball is a dynasty, and so is their gymnastics. And um, so if you're, if you're chalking up national championships, you've added a couple of strong contenders. I think Texas might have won it in some sport during the last year as well. Um, and then, you know, the, the marquee deal, the football programs, Oklahoma certainly won its share, and Texas won the one with Vince Young a few years ago. So, I, it, it, but it does make scheduling a little bit unwieldy. It makes, um, you know, the, 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 revenue, the revenue distribution has got to be what comes along with it. And the way the market is right now, uh, it wasn't, I mean, one of the reasons why they did not go probably immediately to a nine-game schedule in 24 is because the revenues weren't going up with it. And so um, it's going to be a deal where the SEC continues to be a blockbuster entity, um, a revenue generator, and can the broadcast partners come along with that and match that? Yeah, from from the peanut gallery where I sit, I I think you got to wait till you get this playoff off the ground. See how that pans out. What, how can you maximize, and you know, with, with conference champions being given an automatic seat at the top of the bracket, or at least the top four, uh, how do you maximize out of the league's opportunity in the playoffs? And until you kind of figure out what the landscape on that's going to be, I don't think you can really know what you want to do as far as conference roster and, and how much further you'd want to expand. Absolutely strong take right there. Yeah, I mean, why, why go about something willy-nilly when you don't have, you know, a lot of the um, factors that you need to, to, yeah. to put into the equation? And, and, and playoff viability is one thing, and then the revenue part of it is another huge piece. So, yeah, I mean, he might get asked that question a lot, but there can't be any definitive answers. And, and, and I know... Yeah, you know, sports media. We're in the kind of speculation and what's next business and all that. And you started seeing odds about North Carolina and Florida State like immediately, and Clemson. And I'm thinking, wait, you know, going to uh, 16 
is going to be unwieldy to begin with. Are you talking about eighteen or twenty? I mean, I mean, there's only you so might many not play seats each other. on the playoff table. I mean, you know, <laughs> at some point you're you're working against yourself. You're cannibalizing yourself at some point. So. I think you got to figure out, you know, what's what's the appetite and landscape for that fifth or sixth team from a league in in the same twelve team bracket? And until you figure that out, I don't know why you'd even think much more about expanding. Yeah, so I'd like to see a uh, cooling of the Jets for a, for a while. And I kind of went on a little deal on Tuesday with you guys about how I wasn't for expansion and um, you know adding Missouri and A and M in twenty twelve, throwing off the twelve team, you know, six and six football bracket, but. I guess it's worked out financially, and certainly the SEC has become just a, a, the dominant power in football um, in, the, in the last decade plus one year. So, um, you know, SEC it's a money it's a money maker and championship generator, and they know what they're doing. Tom Murphy with us here on the Morning Rush, talking about some of the things coming up at SEC Media Days. Uh, Tom shifting back here to Arkansas, August fourth. Apparently, is uh, when they're going to begin practice. So, coaches got SEC Media Days next week and a couple of weeks to kind of get everything organized and uh, staffed, and then uh, players will hit the field uh, that first Friday of August. Yeah, it's coming at us fast now, and um, I, it's, it's going to be a real interesting um, season. Uh, I was talking to somebody associated with the program about it, at the opening of camp. I mean, we're going to have to go out there with with pictorial rosters to see who is who. <laughs> I mean, you can you can match the numbers up, but golly, I mean, I like to know what these guys' faces look like. And there's been some recent videos put out. Like, here are the offensive newcomers commenting on various topics. I'm like, wow, um, I'm going to have to get to know these guys, and maybe that's the Maybe that's the wave in college football, and certainly with the Razorbacks, with the roster turnover they've experienced. And some of these guys that they've added since spring ball ended are going to be impact dudes, two deep guys that that rack up some stats for you. So um, I don't know. I think I also look at that as kind of fun. Like yeah. who's gonna, who's who's going to be the Dwight McLaughlin of this team and really be you know a contributor? Is there another Drew Sanders guy who just jumps on board and has a monster season? Well, particularly on the offensive side at wide receiver, I mean, I know Satania and Bryce Stevens will be names that a lot of people know, but, you know, Tesla and Armstrong and, you know, uh, Crockett and some of these other guys that are that are transfers or, or came through the portal, it's going to be a lot of getting familiar with, uh, I think, particularly the wide receiver group. Uh, I mean, great point. And, and that's the thing. Like, last year when, when Hazelwood and Landers were going to be two of your biggest transfer guys, you're like, okay, you know, Hazelwood comes from Oklahoma, just wants to get more stats, you know. Okay, but he came from Oklahoma, and Landers had started at Georgia, had been at Toledo. But these guys, they came from smaller programs, so they got hit with that question um, about midway through camp. Both guys appeared on a Zoom with us at, on the same day, um, and both both had a good sense of the humor. And by then, they, you could see they were starting to make an impact. Uh, and after that point, Tesla made some unbelievable catches. Armstrong overcame tweaking his knee early on in spring. Um, and I felt by the end of spring that those two guys had established themselves as being able to get open against SEC cornerbacks. Uh, they're both tall. You can tell kind of what the, you know, what the, the program is for Sam Pittman. Tall receivers win, win 50-50 balls, that kind of thing. And then Tyrone Broden got hurt. And I don't think we saw the best of him. So he's another guy who you, you could throw in the mix. Hey, look, it hurt, 
uh, when Keaton Jackson did not return to this team because I thought he was re- he would have had an outstanding junior season. But I do think I- I'm relatively comfortable with the talent level and what I saw from those guys in spring that that they'll be able to produce on the SEC field. Tom Murphy with us on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. I think we all fully expect Rocket Sanders to to be on the SEC first team uh, selections next week. What kind of odds would you give KJ of maybe garnering a a first team honor or, or even a second team honor? Well, he's going to be on my ballot. Um, Jaden Daniels at LSU. You know, you got to think about him. Will Rogers will get some some votes. Um, and I don't know when when we're in Alabama, it just feels like Alabama guys get elevated on on the, the ballots. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And so they stuff the I, I mean, box. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some some tight end shows up at media days, and suddenly he's a first team preseason all, um, all SEC guy from Alabama, but. I don't know. Um, I, I think I think Daniels, Rogers, and KJ. Um, there may be a couple more will garner the the biggest percentage of of the votes. But you know, KJ's his numbers are just good. His touchdown to interception ratio, his completion percentage, um, his dual threat numbers, his rushing touchdown. I think he's got nineteen in his career. That's all good stuff. Yeah. And, and what, the only question being, how well will he adapt to uh, a different offensive uh philosophy and uh, but i i think i think you'll get plenty of uh action here at media day yeah, and one other thing to note and I, I we've probably said it before but i think it bears repeating arkansas and alabama not only are on the same day but the same half day on wednesday and we have seen other teams struggle to even get oxygen uh, and get some attention at media days <laughs> when Nick Saban and Alabama is in the house. I don't know, being in Nashville, that'll be as true as it is in Hoover, but that is, I think, again, worth noting that Arkansas and Bama are in the same half day next week. You're right, yeah. When Saban shows up, it's funny to be down in the lobby when he's there. (laughs) You know, there's a mob scene of autograph seekers, and there's more media there when Alabama's there. And, you know, Nashville's not that super far away from Tuscaloosa and Birmingham, so there'll be plenty of Alabama media present. Um, I'm not sure if Clark Lee is going to get the same treatment. But Josh Heupel, there's probably going to be a, a strong number of, of Tennessee fans in Nashville as well. So, um, yeah, it, it seems to me um, Arkansas being a little bit further west in the conference doesn't get quite the hype. But, um, you know, the Rocket and, and the guys who've done it on the field, they're going to get their share of, of consideration for all SEC teams. All right, Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat Gazette, joins us every Tuesday and Thursday. Tom will get to do it in person next week in Nashville. Yeah, man, I'll, uh, I'll roll through there in time for this. It sounds good. All right, Tom Murphy with us. We'll see you next week, buddy. All right. She so asked Tom a question there about KJ next week. I'll tell you what. KJ Jefferson isn't on the first or second team next week. I won't just buy you one lunch or one dinner. <laughs> I'll buy you two. You I'll- have no control over that, though. Doesn't that lead you to be in a better position to get two free meals instead of one? There's no way, Tommy, that we're leaving next I'm week. I'm just looking out for you. I mean, I don't want you to make a... Well, I'll just expense it if it, it comes down to it. <laughs> but I, they're not, we're well, not going to... It's good to gamble with someone else's money. We're not so. leaving Nashville without him being a first or second teamer. There, it's just not going to happen, man. Uh, Jaden will be... It will be... There will be two scenarios that happen. It will be Jaden Daniels one, or it will be KJ one. And the other guy will be two. We're not leaving Nashville without those. The best chance for Heisman in this league is the LSU quarterback, Jaden Daniels. I hate saying that, but it's true. 
KJ is going to be a first or second team All SEC guy. They're not going to put Milne there because he only played a game last year, basically against Clemson. They're not going to put Rattler there because he didn't come on until November. They're not putting Dart there. They're not putting whatever Alabama quarterback there. Your competition is basically Will Rogers. That's it. For second, for second team. Yes, give me yeah. if you if you feel another way. If there's another quarterback you think you should put there, tell me who it is. Well, I, I I wouldn't push back on that too much. I, I'm just thinking back. I guess Tyler Wilson's the last um, first team All SEC quarterback, and I can't remember. I know his preseason. I'm pretty sure that year, but I, I believe he was also you know the the postseason All SEC quarterback as well. So um, you know, I think we get carried away too much sometimes with preseason honors and oh the disrespect and the pearl clutching when your guy doesn't get it, but. I tend to agree with you that it's, you know, I could see Will Rogers being second, but I think Arkansas's expectations for the season, at least from all the magazines and the conversations you listen to, are are, are elevated above the Bulldogs. The best thing to happen to Arkansas football for next week is if KJ's left off the list and you get two free meals instead of one. You don't, I mean, you want motivation. Guys are motivated not by success. They're motivated by, oh, you can't do this, you're not this, you're not that, and they're motivated by failure. The best thing that would happen for Arkansas football, the quarterback position next week, if we're just talking about a week sample size, is if KJ's not named an all-SEC QB. That's going to tick him off. And Will Rogers will be one of Mississippi State's players there with Zach Garnett. They're they're there on Tuesday. So I think one of the reasons it was really important for K.J. to be there with with Arkansas's contingent, you'd expect your quarterback and a returning starter that uh, I think will get a lot of attention. So I'm glad both those guys are going, and I think K.J. will get a lot of votes next week. Absolutely think so. So it should be fun. Wednesday, and again, Arkansas and Bama on that day. That afternoon, it's uh, Florida and Kentucky. Uh, Arkansas is uh, on deck on Wednesday at SEC Media Days. Next week, we'll have all of our coverage beginning Monday morning. Buffalo Wild Wings just dropped two new sauces for a limited time to try in your traditional or boneless wings. Come into any participating Buffalo Wild Wings and try our new Buffalo Ranch or Honey Garlic Sauce. Visit your Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Fort Smith, and Jonesboro to try the new Buffalo Ranch or Honey Garlic Sauce. While supplies last, get yours today. Buffalo Wild Wings. It's Christmas in July. Give your family the gift of true comfort this summer with an HVAC system replacement from Pascal. No packages to unwrap, no batteries to buy, and no assembly required. Financing is available for as low as $99 a month and no money down with up to $2,000 in tax credits and savings. Don't wait for December. Get your holiday savings now. Schedule your free estimate today. GoPascal.com. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can 
can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core jewelry! You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Tommy Tim's listening in Springdale this morning. He texted he wouldn't be surprised to see if Joe Milton was named second-team quarterback over K.J. Jefferson. If you missed us going into the break, we were talking about the idea that either K.J. or Jaden Daniels wanted to. I was saying I'd be very shocked if he would. I'd rather see him not be on the All-SEC team's preseason because I think it'll give him some motivation. But that's where he's coming from this morning on the McClarty-Daniel hotline. We'll see. I think K.J.'s got a good chance to be there and uh, again I, I, I think he'll get plenty of attention but I, I point out the fact that, that uh, Alabama's on the same day I've just been to enough of these and you've seen it firsthand uh, it's just a different atmosphere and a different uh, aura when Nick Saban and, and is in the building now it might be a little different in Nashville than it's been in Hoover but sometimes the other things that are important that day go untalked about because Alabama gets all the attention. Nope, you're right on that. So that's going to be plenty of our hog update next week. Again, we're live in Nashville, Arkansas, as Tommy just said, is on Wednesday. Do you want to mention some summer league stuff? Have yourself a game, Jordan Walsh. 10 for 20, 25 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. He was on fire last night. I saw those stats this summer. I was watching a video early this morning. Anthony Black, I guess, had a putback at the buzzer uh, on a tip putback, and he got a review, and they, I think, won the game. So, I mean, there, there's some good headlines going on with these guys right now. I do have that tip in for maybe yesterday. Okay. Final seconds for Jet Howard. Step back three, and it in and out and kicked back up to beat the buzzer. Anthony had himself a good game as well. Eight points, four, 14 yeah. rebounds, had four assists. I mean, this is a guy that's already making an impact, and his teammate, Audis Tony, played as well. Now, Tony had two points, five rebounds, but, Tommy, there was a play during that game. Do you remember the Gonzaga play two years ago where he had that chase down block on Andrew Nimhard and mm-hmm. just swatted off the backboard? He had the exact same play yesterday. Uh, a guy's going up against his uh, his teammate, another defender, and he chased it down. And it's like a clone of what he did against Gonzaga two years ago. Hmm. Well, that's uh, uh, it's good to see these guys have success. Back to Anthony Black for just a second. Can you imagine him in a year from now when his body just develops a little bit more and he's got ten or fifteen more good pounds on him? He he's going to be an animal. He's going to be tough. Yeah, he's again, he's a guy with the size and he's got the basketball IQ. He's got to put on a little weight as every other NBA guy does yep. and get that shooting up a little bit. He just goes three for 10 last night. So, again, there's some shooting. He's got some shooting stuff he's got to work on, including 0 of 2 from 3. But a guy that I'm excited about. Stanley Mude also playing. He had seven points, a couple rebounds. Jalen Williams in action, four points, four rebounds. So, a lot of Arkansans. We've. My brother-in-law was there. He's, I think, back at home now in Fayetteville. I was talking to our friend uh, Tony Neville at Trevor, Treasure Island. He hadn't gotten a chance to go yet, but he's been watching, I think. I, again, I don't ever watch Summer League, but I've been paying attention to what's been going on lately. I imagine it's a uh, it's a big boom uh, for a few days at least. I mean, Big NBA fans will pick... Um, we'll pick a weekend. I think once that city, because they're building an arena, um, have they named a team or is that just still speculation for an NBA team? I know the 
Major League Baseball's got a team. Obviously, the NFL's already there. I think basketball's the kind of the next one, isn't it? I think so. Uh, I, I don't, in terms of naming a team, I don't think that. I know there's been people advocating for St. Louis as well. Baseball's, it's done. I mean, the, the A's moving to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, but that's... I don't know. As far as they've the already NBA, announced where they're going to build the the, the stadium, yeah. uh, they're just off the strip. Exactly. So. But I don't. As far as uh, like you're saying, the, uh, the they're going to have every now. Uh, obviously, got hockey. Uh, they're going to have every professional sports franchise there when it's said and done and over with. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. It's a good. Uh, it's a good place. People were wondering about. I know Jerry Jones was a guy that was really, really pushing for an NFL team to be in Vegas, and uh, it's going to get a bunch of professional franchises now outside of the Las Vegas Raiders and the Golden Knights. All right, last thing to get into baseball-wise, uh, Mason Neville and uh, Fitz, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick are, uh, I'm say that right, I'm, I think it's Sean, not Matthew, but Sean Fitzpatrick are transferring out of the Arkansas baseball program, Tommy. So you've again got a couple guys that have been drafted as like This is pretty common again in college sports. You see these guys come and go all the time with the transfer portal, but those are the, the two news, two headlines that that came out yesterday as well. All right, so I mean, just a little roster management and guys, you know, guys go all the time to you know figure out where they can play. So that's good. Happens do it. every year. That's good. Do it for your hog update this morning. It's brought to you by Mister Sparky. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call eight 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 Sparky. And Tommy came in earlier to the office this week in the studio. So I was working on something. And he was like, "Do you want to go to Foreigner on Friday?" And I looked at him. And I was like. <laughs> What? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> and he had to explain it to me. He's an 80s man. But, well, I'm not going. You might can go this morning. Tommy, uh, you've got something to tell our audience. Yeah, let's give away a couple of tickets. Uh, Walmart Amp, Friday night. We got some tickets to see Foreigner. So uh, if you'd like to go, uh, be callers four and five right now, and we will electronically send you a pair of tickets. Uh, so we'll take two winners right now and give away some tickets. Maybe we'll give away a few more tomorrow uh, to see Foreigner. Uh, at the Walmart Amp. Two pairs today. Hopefully some more tomorrow. Again, call or text us on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 877-377-6963. Can you name a foreigner song? Help me out. Give me give the, give the me some information on what one of their better songs is that I can look up after the show. You need you need some help with foreigner? Let me pull up my Amazon music so I can get their best ones. But... Uh, but yeah, foreigner, big, big. You probably got to be of a uh, of a certain age to really uh, to really appreciate foreigner. But uh, uh, I want to know would be one of their better songs. It is not in my wheelhouse. Uh, jukebox hero. Everybody knows jukebox. Oh, hero. that's they seen yeah. that. That's yeah. awesome. Hot blooded. You know, Duke double vision. Hero. Yeah. You've heard you've heard a lot of their stuff. A lot I mean, of they're, the, they're big time band. A lot of the things are like cold you, as ice. Cold, She's as cold, cold as, as ice. ice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Those are heard, those are both guys. bangers. Um, a couple of the uh, like you Clay or you or Chuck will bring up a band or something, and I'll. I mean, I won't know the band. I might not even know the song, but then we start like jazzing to it or singing to it. I'm like, oh, okay, I know this song. It's yeah. just it doesn't it doesn't come to front of mind sometimes as quick as some of the other stuff we listen to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not in my wheelhouse, but we've all heard their biggest hits so christian just give me their uh, numbers uh, their cell numbers and we'll uh, transfer them to them electronically here the phone lines point. the phone lines lit up man oh There's they want people uh, all right we'll but, give away maybe we'll give away some more i've got a few more pair so i'll tell you what the amp and I, i'm gonna be honest tommy I, I did not go to my first amp concert until last summer with i guess kenny chesney was my first one we went to co wetzel as well but 
that that I mean that setup is is awesome. By the way, Josh and Harrison and Ryan and Charleston have won those yeah. tickets. So congrats to well, Josh and Ryan this morning. I asked Clay earlier if he wanted to go to see Foreigner. He said no. He was going the next night for Snoop Dogg. Um, so. <laughs> Clay's going to be there Saturday night. Snoop Dogg's there Saturday. So, uh, and you mentioned Nickelback. Are you a Nickelback fan? I love Nickelback. People hate on him. I love Nickelback. <laughs> I, I'm not. Is that surprising? Anyone listening? That everybody's shaking their head. No, that's not surprising. Listen, people just like to bash bands and bash artists for no reason, and that's one of those. I like Nickelback. I got no problem saying it. And I know Ruskin and Zach will probably play it repeatedly today. I like Nickelback. Put it on the put on my tombstone, Tommy. So I'll be Eric dead before Church you will. That'd be a big show, Eric Church. They're both there. Or uh, separately? They're there two th- uh, Thursday the 20th and then the 27th, the, th- the following Thursday. So, okay. Yeah. So Some good artist, man. Stuff. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic, just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. All right, so we got some feedback, Tommy, on the McClarty Daniel Hotline about the concerts that we've been talking about. Yeah. People are saying they are fans of Nickelback, aren't fans of Nickelback. You referenced Snoop Dogg coming in this weekend, yeah. Foreigner tomorrow night. Clay, you got your choice of Foreigner, Snoop Dogg, or Nickelback, or Eric Church in the next two weeks. Oh, I'd assuming say you're going Eric to church. church. You know, 10 to 1 over <laughs> any of that other stuff. Now, Foreigner's. You know that that's my that's my my guys. I know that song, but but uh, but Eric Church to me is uh, he's an A lister current guy. The, the rest of that stuff, nah. Well, they are having yeah, the farewell like tour. To, this is the farewell tour for four. Right? Yeah, that's what well, it's titled. They can just farewell right on off. You know, <laughs> uh, the uh, I, I would like to to you know one of these days get. Uh, Jeff Long on, and we'll talk about you know what he thinks of uh, Snoop. Yeah, well, he had because the that first was part of his too. demise. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he didn't understand that at Midnight Madness that there'd be pole dancers. <laughs> He's like, what are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing with the, those poles? They're they're doing gymnastics, yeah. Jeff. That's what Snoop Dogg's guys were telling him. That's not what they were doing. Don't look, Ethel. So. <laughs> Don't look. It's too late. Boogity boogity. Yeah. Boogity so. boogity. Jeez, please. Oh well. Uh, talking about soccer there. I know you know you had a daughter yeah. that played college soccer, and we talked for years, Clay, whether or not this would work in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, they're bringing men's and women's professional soccer to Rogers. Um, is this going to work? Is this going to be a big success? Well, 
you know, if, if it's done right, yeah, it'll work. I mean, it's it's set up for it, and it, you know, if I would have said 15 years ago, no, but in 2023 or four or five, whenever the, it's going to be 2025, right? When they kind of get it cranked up, they got to build a stadium. Uh, you know, they got to draft the teams. You know, you watched uh, the Gold Cup uh, any of the last few nights and seen any of the teams. Uh, almost all of them have a couple of USF US uh, soccer league players on them. You know, they may not be the stars for their from their countries, but they're role players. Uh, so they'll have top line players. You know, they're not going to have uh, Messi. Obviously, they're not going to have uh, you know those guys. But but they they will have players that are still you know playing for their country or playing in and it'll be really good. I would like to to uh, talk to Samir Hodge from Fayetteville, who's kind of the grandfather of soccer in, in Arkansas. Started the Comets, was which was the first big time. Uh, club soccer program in in, in Arkansas and, and get his feelings because he's got to have some pride with what's going on and you know Sarah's got pride because she invested a lot in in soccer she's she's a principal in Rogers probably driving to work listening to us right now um, it's uh, it's a big deal for these people they got a great sure. location and John L Hunt helped him out I mean this is pretty close to the mall in in you know the stadium will be used for other things so that's the cool part you know it, it's uh uh it'll it'll have other other uses and it's going to be a venue that's located in a good spot that was the yeah. other thing i was going to ask about like the fayette northwest arkansas is in need of more bigger facilities and like bud walton for example you know ever see concerts in there and whatnot we've got the amp but that was one of the other things I was thinking about. It's like, well, they use this for other stuff with the graduations, being, mm-hmm. yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to seat over five thousand. I guess you could put more than that if, if you had seating on the field. But I think the timing is 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 really good. You got the announcement now. You got the Women's World Cup coming up. What is that? Australia, New Zealand, I believe it's where it's at. And then you mentioned the the start of uh, of this in Northwest Arkansas and either 25 or 26 well that's when the men's world cup comes back around so i think not only is the sport going to grow between now and then but it you know we see that you know the non soccer fan will pay attention during men's world cup years and even women's yeah. world cup years so you know, the, there's going to be more interest around the time it begins they don't even need the non soccer no there there's so much soccer in northwest arkansas more than you can even guess all you have to do is just drive around on a Saturday or Sunday, and you know, find the soccer fields. Um, you've got you've got pro leagues going on already. They're they're not anything special, but the Hispanic te- leagues are you know are adult soccer. They've got they've got players playing there that came from El Salvador, Guatemala. They they came from California uh, and played at a high level. They've got three divisions from what I can remember. Uh, the taco stands, the food trucks are out there, and the music's playing, and it's uh, uh, Sarah actually played in one of those games. So uh, it, there's the, I call it the roughneck effect. So when we lived in Tulsa, they had the North American Soccer League, the Roughnecks, and they didn't last long, maybe you know eight to ten years. I'd have to go back and check, but they brought in, you know, top line first division Premier League players from from England and Scotland, and Ireland, and some of these 
guys had played for their national team. I mean, they brought in you know stars. Now they might have been three or four years past their prime, but all of them took American wives, stayed, started soccer clubs, and that is the growth of the the soccer in that really was jump started in Tulsa. That you think, oh, how, how can they have such good soccer? We lived there, and. My daughter played on teams with, with, you know, with foreign coaches. She played for a coach in college, Charlie Mitchell, who assisted Pele's bicycle kick go. Played for the Cosmos. That's awesome. So we we can have that. You know, the, these guys are going to come here. They they might stay. They'll invest in the community. They will be part of the community. They're going to love it. They're they're going to come from areas that they'll say, "My gosh, this is this is like." You know, walking through the pearly gates. This is just unbelievable. Northwest Arkansas will be that nice compared to where they grew up. Yeah. Let's hear from some people on the McClarty Daniel hotline that uh, maybe want to call or text about it. But I, I think it's just uh, it's the maybe the first entree into professional sports. I know we have you know the Naturals in Northwest Arkansas, but uh, you know we will see what happens. I think with the Walmart campus growing. More people from from out of our area moving here. Uh, you know, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think you're, it will be, you're on top of it, Tommy. You're right. It will not be hard to to see the success. But I, I think we're we're used to our heritage in our state is where you grow up here, you go to high school, you get a job somewhere within a few hundred miles of your hometown, or maybe in your hometown, and this it's, it's where we enjoy living our lives. But uh, you know, Northwest Arkansas is quite a bit different. There's a a much larger transient community, particularly in Benton County. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any question about that. Every time I go to NWA, it's there's something different that's popped up, and that's a credit to. I mean, not just the the Tysons, the Hunts, the Waldens, but various pockets within that community. It just so, keeps expanding and so growing. So you're talking about another place you can find a white claw. That's what you're talking about. Right? <laughs> you know, they might sell them, Clay. You never, you never know. But I do need, I do need your help on this. And let's say that. Um, I'm thinking the owners. Let's say that, what's the guy's name? Chris Martinovich, he's in Rogers or Warren Smith out in San Diego. They say, Clay Henry, you're a sports authority in this state. You're a Hall of Famer. We need some help with the name of the new USL soccer team. We've Tommy and I kicked it around a little bit. I would think you How might. about the Red Claws? The Red Claws. Is that a fish? No, it's a spin off of your your drink spin off of the drink okay well i was thinking something tommy i initially started like rogers and tommy was like no 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 you need to make it like arkansas so like the arkansas rivers arkansas trout and we need something arkansas avalanche but there's not really snow here for the most part i mean we need something catchy that rolls off the tongue because i mean tommy what what was the naturals you were you were talking about the naturals before they came that there was a they were going to be called something else well i mean soccer i mean i don't know that soccer has the appetite for some of these crazy minor league uh mascot names like uh i don't i I don't know y'all tell me but you know i think it'll be a safer more conservative name than maybe what we would suggest so it's ultimately what it'll end up being that could be the it could be the tornadoes yeah like the, what have you called them? The, the the Ozarks. That's actually cool. The Arkansas Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. I like or that. The, or the Ninja Stars. <laughs> See, that's the minor league approach. Yeah, it's the minor talking. league approach, which I would enjoy. That would be more fun. But I, you know, sometimes we don't always do what's fun around here. Seeing you give away little plastic Ninja Stars every day. <laughs> I, Clay, Tommy, I really like that. The Arkansas Ozarks. Yeah. 
I think that works. Hey, yeah, more going on, but you know, it's, it's pay, this face just isn't for, for looks and for. Don't we for have beauty, lots of you know? cage called the cavemen? <laughs> the cavemen, Arkansas the cavemen. cavemen. I like that. Uh, I think that sounds a little more good. over there where we grow the watermelons, uh, right, Cave then, City? You know, the mascot man he got nothing on. Yeah, he's yeah. just, just like a furry animal. <laughs> just hairy furry. So, yeah. Geez. But uh, we can do I'm worse. Be Let's involved just, in this. Yeah. Let's just say it's the Ozarks, and then we'll we'll see if we can do, can do better. And if so. they uh, decide on that, uh, all royalties paid out to the Morning Rush. Could be just been a color. You know, I mean, it could be a color. You know, like kind of. You know, you could just say uh, tomorrow when Ty gets up, whatever he puts on, it'll be that color, like the corals. The corals. I actually just bought a coral tie yesterday. I knew Clay. you got some coral. I just I, knew you did. I've never had a coral tie before, and but, I just got one. But it's one really yesterday. just pink, right? No, it's a it's it's no, a it's darker pink. it's a it's darker pink. version. No, it's, of the admit it, admit it. Hey, You're calling salmon. it coral, but it's yeah, Clay, it's, it's salmon. salmon. I was, it's salmon pink. colored. <laughs> they go. So I got this. I got this light blue suit because uh, we're going. I'm going to Drew Barrett's wedding this weekend, formerly of ESPN Arkansas, and I got this. I mean, it's a it's an awesome. So it's all Miss Blue. Okay, powder blue. Right. About this, Athletico Arkansas. I can deal with that. Are you? Ar- Athletico Arkansas. Is that Gene Ann laughing in the background, Clay? There's not any laughing. No, it's probably here. where I'm at here in the okay. studio. Gene Ann is uh, two rooms over. She can't hear yeah. me. She can't hear y'all. I mean, and she's she's fortunate that she's, she's not a smart one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that she's is again, ready to go to her workout. That's the big thing happening in Northwest Arkansas. Big thing happening in Nashville next week is SEC Media Days. Clay, we haven't getting to talk to you yet. Ozark Football Club. How about that one? Ozark Football. Ah, we can do better than the FC. I like the other ones y'all have listed. FC is too generic. Atletico. Athlet. That that sounds better. It sounds more like soccerish too. So you got. You knew KJ was coming. You were pretty sure Rocket was coming. They announced Landon Jackson as well. Guys, I don't know if you saw Jalen Daniels, the quarterback for Kansas, what he was sporting yesterday. He had this $50,000 chain that played clips of his highlights as a Jayhawk. I don't know if KJ, Rocket, or Landon will be doing that, but I am excited to, to hear from them next week. And uh, I think Landon has a chance, Clay, to be one of the most improved players on this football team based on what you heard Sam say about him during the spring you know what i think would be cool is one of these guys you know pops up on the stage and he's got a cheerleader on each arm <laughs> that that could happen too <laughs> never has happened has it i don't think so not even in tebow's day so no i don't think so yep no i i just you know we need to do something unusual just to go all Pre- out cheerleaders in, no no cigars no cigars yeah no i don't think so yeah, uh, you know, or or maybe it's a Razorback, you know, helmet that's got sequins on it or something. You know, it's like, or it looks like the... It's been bedazzled. Yeah, oh, bedazzled geez. like it looks like, uh, you know, like the the mirror ball. You know, like it's... Uh, a disco ball? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, that's what a mirror ball is. And yeah. it's, it's just solid little mirrors, yeah. So just something a little different. Uh, you know, just... Just to set you apart, and everybody, you know, that that'll be a picture that just kind of floats everywhere, pops off. No, that's not Sam Pittman style. I don't think. I don't think it is. It might, flashy. Might, yeah, I don't. Flashy. Might be his not wife. Really his. You know, might be his, her style. His wife style. There may be one of those hanging in the, you know, in the pool room or something. I will say his uh, his <laughs> speeches 
at Media Days have been of the most colorful and funny. I mean, people are just naturally drawn to him and like him. And sometimes you get, I mean, coaches are up there 30 minutes, you get bored because they just start droning on and on. A lot of coaches will just go on their roster for 20 minutes so they have to field less questions. But he's actually keep me entertaining. Well, like, you, he's himself. That's the that's the main thing. You know, it's like everybody that, that, uh, that talks about him from the word go says, well, he's genuine. Well, what does that mean? Well, you get to see. He's, not, he's transparent. There's not anything, you know, you don't have to say, oh, we wish we could pull back the curtain today on Sam Pittman. No, he's going to do that. It, it might not, you know, it might not be anything racy, but he's going to pull pull back the curtain. I probably don't want to do any any racy stuff at SEC Media Days. It's a lot more yeah. cordial. 877-377-6963 is our number for the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Let's go to the phones and welcome in Dixie Lynn, who's in Hot Springs. She's got her eyes set on going to the BYU game third week of the season. Welcome in, Dixie Lynn. Hey, man, I'm excited to talk to y'all this morning. Yeah, I got an email from the foundation that the single season tickets went on sale, and I couldn't get to the phone fast enough, and I got a bum knee, and I'm an original OC, OG of the SEC, and that means an original grandma of the SEC. <laughs> and uh, so I got there and ordered the tickets, and she tried to get me some SEC, and I, I got that new one, that, that what do they call that, the Razorback Red Roof Sports Bar, which is the first thing of its kind. Yes, ma'am. And uh, that new construction, and I'm super excited to be there. And uh, the tickets were really, really reasonable. And uh, and so that's, that's where they got me. And then she tried to get me to an SEC game because I didn't seen Will Rogers play in several games because I got friends on the Liberty Bowl. So we always sit on the visitor's side. So we watch Texas Tech beat the crap out of him. And I really thought last year that KJ was going to start and then he didn't or we would have beat the crap out of him at Mississippi State last year. So... You know, I ain't got time for nobody going to be talking nonsense to me. But anyways, uh, yeah, I can't wait for this game because I think it's going to be a great game, and it was the first one. And I didn't—I thought I had the schedule memorized, but I go to all the foundation events and stuff. But it's hard being a Hog fan when you live out of state for th- some odd 35 years off and on. But uh, I'm excited SEC Media Days is in Nashville. I'm practically the mayor in Nashville. so But I ain't going to go over there because I'm too busy. But they usually have it down on the beach, which I always thought was stupid. Who wants to go to the beach in the middle of July? Yeah, it's uh, it's an entertaining event. Well, Dixie yeah. Lynn, you uh, you have fun at that BYU game at Big Reds. That's the uh, it's the biggest sports bar in college football in a stadium. Enjoy it this fall. Yeah, I will. I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm not going to be drinking too much. But I might have a nip. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. I don't remember all those SEC media days, guys, at the beach. I guess I missed missed on those. That must have been Clay. That must have been before my time. I, they, they've had exactly zero at the beach. Yeah, I think no, she, I, the, I just uh, looked. She yeah, got the I, spring I, spring. I think she's talking about spring up. meetings. But yeah, yeah same. I think she's talking about spring meetings. Yeah, or maybe a soccer tournament or something like that. What yeah. what drink did she say there, Tommy? What was that? She's gonna have she's a nip. She's gonna nip on something there. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.